talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. I'm Dan, your host. Guys, I have such a fun guest today. I am very excited about having him in the studio. He is an actor that I met on the set of ABC's Super Fun Night with Rebel Wilson. He's the writer, creator, actor in the amazing show on Netflix, Love. Please put your hands together for Paul Rust. I'm used to emceeing. I'm not used to <laughs> not used to podcasting. I think people who are listening right now are probably <laughs> clapping in their, yeah, their car, <laughs> taking their hands off the wheel, and now swerving into a curb. Yeah. Sorry, we caused your accident. Yeah, but uh, this could hold up in court. This right? podcast like, is brought yeah. to you by Geico. They're our sponsor. <laughs> the more accidents we get, they create the accident, so then you have to go to them. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect plan. Where was the last destination place you went, food wise, or uh, travel food uh, that that? Uh, stuck with you yeah well the last time i was out of the country was a decade ago i remember it's when i logged on to twitter it was november 2008 (laughs) okay uh and it was really crazy because i was outside of the country when was that wait what was the cause what was the effect was it like i'm traveling i should get a twitter account or (laughs) i should (laughs) so just in case i'm put in like a turkish prison i can like yeah. tweet out there like my right. coordinates and be saved um no the uh, uh what was it it was uh, well it was really crazy because it was when the financial crisis was happening right and uh obama was elected okay. and so i was not in the country and i was like watching this happen on like the foreign cnn where this were was you in oh uh berlin oh okay cool. yeah and uh so i was very excited because i thought well i'm um uh, I'm a German Catholic. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to eat bratwurst all day. Yeah. And it's going to be great. It was bad. It wasn't good? No. I've never been to Berlin. I imagine just like a bunch of currywurst trucks yes. everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, I imagine like a lot of drunk food, which you, normally doesn't have to be that good because it's just very salty. You're right. It It, uh, it is food that would... Seems to be made to go within a beer garden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Which can be fun. You're at Oktoberfest, <laughs> you're drinking a lot and then eating. Were you there schnitzel. for Oktoberfest? Uh, I was. Really? Yes. And uh, I would love to go to that. I mean, I feel like I'd love to go to one day of it. Yeah, I, it does seem like it would be like the uh, German food festival equivalent of like Vegas. Yeah. Like after a day, you're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got the experience. I don't need to now be out in daylight. Yeah. <laughs> like blinking. Do you remember what you ate there? Any of that? I, I did have a Wiener Schnitzel, which I thought was going to be, in my mind, I thought it was going to be the ultimate Wiener. Like yeah. A big, but it's like a, did you know what Wiener Schnitzel is? It's like a flat sort of. Um, I I thought Wiener is Wiener is it is it veal or is it pork? Yeah. I thought it was going to be like out, what the an fuck? encased, like the ultimate hot dog. Yeah. But instead it was like a... Uh, you know, I got to say, all right, I'm coming at you, Europe. Yes. I feel like Europe... <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of European food, they're so like stuck in their traditions and stuck in their yeah. ways. You know, like German beers, I think, legally are only allowed to have like three ingredients. Like they have like legally sanctioned... Whoa. Right? Three ingredients? It's... Uh... 
thin breaded pan fried. Oh, you're talking about. I thought you were talking about the beer. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> well, that's good too. It's yeah. a thin breaded pan fried veal. Pan fried veal. You're right. It is a veal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, but look, I, I feel like Europeans in general are so like, we have the best food. Like Italians do this sure. a lot. And France, obviously. French, yeah. I I I think that America and this is going to come up in a bunch of podcasts because I feel like I'm this is, I'm going to disagree with a lot of people here but I feel like American food right now is uh-huh. better than most countries in Europe. I feel like the Italian food in mm. America is better, better than, than the Italian that. food in Italy because uh, they're open to change. Are you saying they're I think, sort of not locked into tradition? I I think that's a little bit of it, and yeah. I also think like when Americans like put their mind to something, like American ingenuity, sure. like we'll get to the moon, we'll fucking <laughs> you know we'll make the automobile, and I think that like twenty years ago people started eating like differently in America. Huh. I think it started in New York. You know, I think you know. Mario Batali, hashtag me too, brought it <laughs> over, <laughs> brought it over, um, and you know, you're doing them. that's the right thing to do. I, I think, think you should do that. If you n- mention some of these names, who's been me, dude? I think it, you should put that little asterisk there. Yeah. Was this also maybe um, a post 9/11 New York? People were. I or when did Mario Batali? Was he pre 9/11? He was, was he part of 9/11? I think. He- <laughs> <laughs> Let's start. <laughs> he meet to the Twin Towers. Um, I think uh, it was pre nine eleven, but it was like nineteen ninety nine. It was very close to that, uh-huh. but that's when it started kind of happening. And I think that since Americans have like fucking like turned their OCDness to food, yes, I think it's gotten like out of control. Like you know, because you see like uh-huh. with beer, especially like all these beer nerds are making beers. Yes. Every- our beer culture now is way better than anywhere else in the world. Well, and it's interesting that you said Germany has, you know, only allows three ingredients because it don't shock me to think that the Germans are big on rules, <laughs> not bending them whatsoever. <laughs> We've had these three ingredients. They're fine. Stick to it. They will never change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to do an accent. I was like, I can't do an accent. No, I so, can't. No, I you can't. did it, Dan. No, it's not that You great. came in there. Oh, my God. And I forgot I forgot to mention one of your other fun credits, which is you were an Inglorious Bastard. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, as a Jew. Yes, I... I uh, uh, You're mistaken. I'm not a, a Jew lot. in real life, but I play one on TV. <laughs> yes. What was craft services like on Inglorious Bastards? Um, it was. There weren't a lot of lays. Let's just say that it wasn't. I'm trying to read the subtext, and I lays can't. potato chip. Like it wasn't okay. Americanized. Like oh, okay. I, it wasn't like when where I, did they shoot? Uh, well, in Berlin. That's why I was there. Oh, okay, got it. Now it seems like I was like you burying the lead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went to school in Cambridge. <laughs> oh, really? Where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> now I'll say yeah. I went to school uh, in Iowa City. And you're like at the Big Ten School, University of Iowa. Wait a second. How did you get in there, Paul? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. So now it begs the question. Did you get a Twitter account because you got the gig <laughs> for Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> and you're like, I gotta, I gotta send pictures of me and Brad to the world. <laughs> <laughs> find, this guy who Andrew, told find me out he was what, Brad Pitt. Find out what find out what Paul's first tweet oh, ever no. was. Because I got hacked, so they all disappeared. Oh, no. it, was, oh it was a heartbreaking. Oh, moment. we can't we can't Kevin Hart you and find some shit in your past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a I just, you know. They didn't see it, but I gave you a big fat wink when I said it was hacked. 
<laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't oh, really we're, we are yeah. filming it. They oh. saw it. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't lie about how I was lying. Right. I was winking when I winked. Uh, right. But yes. Uh, so, so, so it was it was German food. It was like a yeah. What's German craft services like? It was like uh, a crust of bread and like a Mustard. slice of cheese. Yes, it was like because um, sometimes you'll go, oh, I'm not eating the stuff I should eat when I'm not on set. But if I get on set, maybe that's where I can get some nourishment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but that was a there I'd get there and I go oh I don't want this either maybe I'm just a picky little shit though Dan well we're gonna get to that and actually let's let's get started by yes. looking at your refrigerator oh yeah which you sent a picture of your fridge um and uh <laughs> yeah you said I I love this fr- this is I, I so I was convinced so again you guys can follow this on uh, uh I, I posted it on on the Instagram page which is my Instagram page at stand up Dan um but Paul's fridge Looks like he definitely spent an hour getting it ready for this picture. <laughs> I thought you would think that <laughs> it's not. It's just, that's a uh, how. I mean, so I have a very uh, well. I said something like to you, Dan, when I texted you, you're like, "Nice, Jesus," you know. And then I was like, "Well, uh, oh yeah, wait. it's my ex OCDness uh, popping up." And then you're like, "Ex, <laughs> you are in it." Dude, you are in it to win it. Um, I have a very, yes, uh, I love keeping a tidy fridge. I love it. And every Friday, I it's part of a ritual. I go through the fridge. Really? I throw out stuff that I don't want in there anymore. On the Sabbath, before the Sabbath. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> For me, it's... Uh, you just played Holy a, Saturday. You played a Jew. I no, Friday. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> the fact so that you is... said Sabbath, and I went Saturday. <laughs> uh, Wait. So this is a Friday thing. You're like, it's five o'clock. Yeah. I go. I throw out everything in the fridge. I take my daughter and I. We go grocery store shopping. It's actually a nice way to end the week. Is sort of like feeling. I mean, I've thought before. It, it's a very primitive part of my brain, which is like it's like the going out. I'm deluding myself into thinking I'm like hunting and gathering. Right. You know, it's right. like it feels good to like go out in the car and get stuff and put it in a thing and come back and put it in. And uh, because of our daughter, who's just a little over a year old, uh-huh. that's the fridge. Congratulations. Am I supposed to say congratulations? Congratulations. No, uh, if it's after a year, you don't okay, congratulate okay. them anymore because cool. it's bad luck. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I hate side, those side note, little was, conditions and uh, old wives. Too. I was hanging out with my cousin the other day. I'm like, how old are your kids again? He's like, one's almost five, one's almost seven. I was like, oh, so four and six? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's with that age inflation uh, your cousin's yeah, yeah, doing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so I like that. That's a cute, that's a fun, that sounds like something she's going to remember when she gets older. Like, my dad used to take me to the supermarket. It was like a thing we did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, uh, I do think... What I supermarket mean, do you guys go to? Um... Uh, well, we, uh, uh, a, a Gelson's. Really? Yes. You're a Gelson's guy. Yeah. Gelson's is interesting because it's like, you think it's going to be the people's supermarket. You think it's going to be blue collar, especially like the Gelson's, like the name. But it's very, it's like a sleeper bougie. It's pretty. Uh, yeah. supermarket, you know? It is bougie. It's so bougie that you can't get more than like a package of 16 American cheese slices. 
Like, they're snotty about, like, selling American cheese. Interesting. You know what I mean? Are you an American cheese fan? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, the, the, you'll as we talk more, you'll realize the irony of all this. Me going to a bougie place is very funny because I eat garbage all day long. And right. I have really... Um, I mean, I've thought before, uh, there's times, um, with, uh, you know, I like comedy yes. and, and, and TV shows and movies. And sometimes I get frustrated when somebody's like, if a, if a movie or something or a comedy tries to do something different, most people don't like it. Right. They get a little upset. They're like, eh, you know. And it makes me upset because I go, come on, it's something different. Don't you want something different? Yeah. The way I try to lock myself back into the the reality of that is going, Paul, it's the equivalent of your my uh, taste for food, which is I'm sure foodies are probably like, man, you are denying yourself the greatest pleasures of unusual foods. Got it. So you're very rigid when it comes to what you eat. Yeah, I hope this doesn't make for a really lame podcast, Dan. <laughs> Hopefully people can listen to this and either... Uh, uh, sorry, guys, I did not do my research before. <laughs> you see what I... I only eat thistles. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, what if it's thistles like... Thistles yeah, and dirt. Weird, what if it's like weird, rigid things? <laughs> no, people will love like, what I eat. Believe me, guys, stay tuned I, in. Uh, I only have fiddlehead ferns. And <laughs> my only vegetable that I eat. Um, okay, wait, no, let's get into this. So, so what, give me a typical day in a life if it's very, if it's very rigid. What is, you wake up, breakfast. Sometimes I skip breakfast. Okay, coffee? Oh. Yeah. Yes. I will dump before I get up around 6, 6.30. Okay. And before 11 a.m. I've drank 10 ounces of or, or, or what? Oh, I thought you were gonna say ten coffees. Ten in, in the in the mug uh-huh. in the the coffee pot. If it goes up to ten, what <laughs> okay. is that? Is that ten ounces? Ten cups? Uh, I don't know. You, it, it can't be ten. You cups. know my coffee pot, right, Dan? <laughs> Paul, how much coffee? Do, how many cups of coffee do you fucking drink? All right. Mr. Metric system. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that there's three different systems out there. I have five metric. fathoms of coffee every morning. <laughs> uh, well, whatever my, uh, I guess it's eight cups according to my coffee pot. So okay. I, I dump That's coffee lo- into my stomach. Coffee. Yes. Wow. In the morning. Do you put anything with it? Do you? Uh, N- no. No No milk, no sugar? No. Wow. And uh, it'll be just kind of, uh, and then. What is your brew? This, what kind of this, coffee? I think this is what people want to hear too. That means I have like four bowel movements. Huh. Like before noon. <laughs> you know, I Dan. literally, you said four and I was like, he's not going into shit. Is he? <laughs> I was like, I don't think. <laughs> and yeah, you went in. Well, because it's That's technically crazy. number t- number two is what they call it. They well, don't call it number four. It's eleven thirty in the morning, right? Uh oh, <laughs> I got a quota to fit. <laughs> Phil, Phil, uh, Phil. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> gross. Ew. Uh, <laughs> this, this toilet's name is Quota. This is going to be my equivalent of the Kevin Hart tweets. Yeah, somebody will dig this up I and know. they're like, "Oh, he can't." Um, sorry, Paul, you can't uh, do the TCA awards. <laughs> Because you take lots of dumps. <laughs> um, oh, we found your first tweet. Oh my gosh, you dug it up? Well, Does that mean I well, can... Well, it's from 2011. Okay. But, so, it, but it says your Twitter account was 
created in 2008. Yeah, what the? Yeah, it was November 2008 when I, yeah. yes, so yes. Did you delete some old ones? No, it was because I got hacked. Oh, that was yeah, bad. yeah, they, uh, it was wiped clean. No, no, no. It was a, a huge bummer. Oh I love, I, I mean, we're going to obviously plug your stuff after, but at Paul Russ is your Twitter. And your tweets are so funny because I literally picture them. I can picture you saying all of them, oh, like just yeah. frantically your hands <laughs> up and down. <laughs> it's like, whenever there's lightning, my greatest fear is that we'll hit an inanimate object and make it come alive. Science fiction, science reality. <laughs> oh, you know what? As you said that, it, it dawned on me. I've now written probably like six or seven tweets about lightning hitting something that didn't come into life and my fear about it. So, uh, Okay, coffee. So yes, coffee, yes. nothing else. All black and then... Uh, All I, black everything. Uh, and what kind of coffee do you get? What's the one that comes in the yellow tin that's uh, like a, has a little bit of a Cuban influence? Busteo? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> what is Busteo? That's like, I don't know. Of... It's like a very like bodega coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you... You don't belong in Gelson's, man. <laughs> I get I get you've made some money and now you're like trying to act like the rich people, but you're doing a bad job of it. It's like uh somebody I went to a party once, like when I first moved out to Los Angeles, and uh I guess I was wearing some shitty shoes and somebody said to me at the party, You're trying to trick people into thinking you're keeping it real by wearing those shoes. Like I got called out. Get out of here. And uh that wasn't the case at all. I was just wearing the shoes I wanted to wear. Wow. But have you so um, Oh, so the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I just started I didn't start drinking coffee until like 6 years ago. Get out of here. Yeah, and then I loved it. And I was like, well, "Where have you been my all uh, my whole life?" That's when we met. Did I have an effect on that? I think I started drinking coffee when we were when we met. Yeah. I bet you were the I was drinking a lot. I person was, to first hand me a cup. It's possible. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of uh, What about you? How much coffee have you decreased or increased? Or? You know, I used to be a real big coffee nerd like I'd have a scale and I'd have the burr grinder and I'd ah. grind it myself and like measure it. And then my mom bought me an espresso. Mm. And I'm like, "Mom, get this filth out of my home." <laughs> and she's like, "Just try it. You're going to see." And flash forward, I I am like such a fucking espresso drinker to the point where like I don't enjoy going to like my pretentious coffee shops that I used to love because they've titrated the exact amount of caffeine and all those pods. Ah. And I'm just like my body is so used to it and I just fucking like whether it's good or bad, it's like what it's my drug. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. like what I'm used to. Just like you do the Busteo. Yes. Um it's So like, when uh, your mom first handed it to you, you said, Espresso what? And then a month later, like, espresso good. Okay. That's a joke I attempted for Dan and he's just looking at me. No. <laughs> I, um, no, you say those things uh, to get a reaction like that. No. I, I can I, I tell you something? It warms my heart because it brings us when we were when we were doing super fun night, all we would do is hang out all day and and you'd say stupid shit like that. Yeah, and, and you it, go, I loved it get so me out of here and wrap me. Can, uh, can you wrap me, please? You'd say that. I'd make a joke and you'd go, uh, excuse me, can you wrap me? <laughs> Dan, we're just a stone's throw away from where we worked and where we first met. Yeah. We're just a stone's throw away from the Warner's lot. Yeah. That was a weird experience. That was fun. It was fun. I 
I was happy. I got to meet Deanna Dew because of it. Yes, and John, yeah. I didn't know John Gemmerling before that. I'd I had met John before, but yeah. yeah, the three of us, we were pals. We'd hang yeah. out in each other's trailers. We had a lot of downtime. We had a lot of... <laughs> here's By the way, here's what happens when guys are on a show. So we were on a show, but we weren't series regulars. And series right. regulars means like you were like one of the regular guys. You're making a lot of money. And then everyone else is making a lot less money. <laughs> but all they do during their downtime is talk about the chances that they're going to oh. be upgraded to series regular. Yes. Like, we'll look at scripts and be like, uh, I compared uh, this script to last week's. We have uh, 7% more <laughs> lines. They must be loving us. Guys, it's happening. And then it That's never true. happens. That's and true. And the chance that someone gets upgraded from like a, a guest star recurring to series regular is like slim to none. But yeah. then there's like these stories, these legendary stories. You're like, oh, but uh, in Breaking Bad. Right, right, right. The know. Fonz was only supposed to be on one episode. <laughs> and it was so good. Uh, but I do remember when uh, when we were working, you were uh, you were developing love, and I, you were like, "I'm I'm working on something." Or was it love, yeah, or no, was it right. or was a movie with Apatow that you were writing? It, but was, was... Th- that was what was the basis of love. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, I love that uh, job because it was on the Warner's lot, which was the lot I always wanted to work on growing up when I was a kid because it's so legendary. Yeah. So that was cool just getting to walk around uh, with you guys. And, that had a good uh, craft services. I remember yes. the food was very good on that show. Yes. And uh, and then they had a cafeteria on the Warner's lot that we would go. Yeah. We would hang out at. We'd, maybe you'd look over you'd, you'd see a Starlet? A, a, a writer from uh, The Leftovers. <laughs> Pretty cool. In Hollywood, you could be, you don't even know, you're eating a sandwich right next to one of the writers of The Leftovers. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a Poquito Moss in there. I remember that. There's yeah. a Poquito Moss in there. Wait, so. More Poquito. I want to go back to your day. Also, by the way, I saw on your on your fridge picture, uh, <laughs> yeah. you have, you have uh, two forms of Philadelphia cream cheese. You have the little tub. And then you have the like the little rectangle, <laughs> right? <laughs> What's going on there, Paul? What's going on? Is that you? Is that you being like, I'm gonna step outside my comfort zone. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get the tub. <laughs> I'm gonna get the tub this week. This is. I don't even eat cream cheese. This is uh, my wife's, and I'm not Jewish. My wife is Jewish, right? And my daughter is Jewish, and so sometimes she likes a little cream cheese and a bagel. <laughs> I, I I didn't follow where you were going with that, but yeah, it does make sense. Wait, is that anti-Semitic? <laughs> I think it probably is. We got another tweet. <laughs> another reason why Paul Ross can't host the 2030 TCA Awards, everyone. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I didn't mean it to be. Um, so do you, do your wife, uh, do you and your wife get along well food-wise? Do you guys have similar things? Do you have any, wait, do you have any dietary restrictions, anything like oh. that? Like weird food insides things? No, I, I can um, eat Anything and there's sometimes where my friends go, oh, if I ate that, I would get a really bad stomach ache, mm-hmm. and then I go, oh, I eat it, and I feel a bad stomach ache. Right. You know, <laughs> I just like I accept that as part of the the deal. I'm with you. I I, I think that 
I think that there's a lot of people who think that they have food allergies and stuff. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, when I eat a huge bowl of pasta, I feel so <laughs> bloated and tired. I'm like, yeah, you just ate a fucking bowl of pasta. It's like, like the pasta expands in my stomach. <laughs> like they just expect to have like full energy yes, all the time. Yes. I, my, maybe that's an LA thing, but like, no, yeah, no, I, uh, food is supposed to make your, make your system yes, do things. Yes. Yeah. You know? No, I don't have a, Nothing, no allergies. No allergies. And then Leslie and I are both similar, and it helps that we're uh, similar in this regard, that we both, uh, we've talked often since we started, since we met, uh, eating is a chore. Yeah. Eating sucks. Why hasn't somebody made a pill oh that I can God. just put in my mouth and that be is, full? Because I don't want to think about... I know oh, this wow. is the antithesis guest you want on this yeah, podcast. No, this is exactly who we want. We but, have to explain. Yeah, different horizon. different points of view. But there I I do sometimes uh I've chosen different parts of my life to where I get uh that are vices or pleasures or whatever. Certainly eating is a vice because I don't eat well. Right. But uh if if I could not Think about food. Yeah, it'd you be... know you should do like what those uh, Silicon Valley guys do. They all like like sit at their desk and have that th- that Soylent stuff. Oh, s- <laughs> the the uh, company like... that doesn't know they were named after a movie about uh, eat can- uh, corporate cannibalism. Oh, Soylent Soylent Green is a movie where the oh, big really? reveal is Charlton Heston is like Soylent Green is people. They've been telling oh, you to eat but they're actually yes, yes. it's, it's a I way to get over that. population and then this guy named his company Soylent and he's like uh <laughs> like, no need to google guys Soylent <laughs> it is alright it's like naming your car like manslaughter that's not an exact one to one so um, wait hold on let's get to lunch yes lunch so, so yeah I might skip breakfast okay and uh but also, it's fun making breakfast. Yeah. So sometimes I make breakfast on Saturday. But, but I, you don't eat it. You I make slice, it and you throw it out. I nicked my thumb here, you can see. Oh. Because I was slicing Battle strawberries Battle last weekend for breakfast. Yeah. And I, and I cut my thumb. Yeah. And then, you know, when you cut your right thumb, I was like... You can't do a lot. While I was complaining to my wife, I was like... So I can't hold a video game controller. Yeah. And it hurts when I use a lighter to smoke weed. <laughs> it's like, oh, boo-hoo. I can't wow. play video games and get high. Paul Ross making the most <laughs> of his opposable thumb that millions of years of evolution gave him <laughs> to separate him from the primate. Darwin, uh, when the evolutionary chart is like finalized, it'll be like the little goop thing coming out, and then the top one will be a guy <laughs> lighting a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> taking a hit, not hurting his thumb. Uh, what is so, your, what so is yeah, lunch, I'll, um, that's when I'll usually, I'll make a sandwich. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll have some fruit, some vegetables. Having a kid has actually gotten me to eat better because we need good stuff in the house. Right. And so when we'll make something for her, then I end up eating it if she doesn't finish it okay yeah so you're taking stealing food away from your stealing yeah she'll be like i need that i'll go no and i'll rip it from her mouth yeah Uh uh-huh and then i do like a wag finger (laughs) and i'm trying to figure out a way that i can suggest shame with my body you know like so she knows she should also feel bad about what she did right you just you eat her gerbers and then you vomit it out in front of her (laughs) like a mama bird 
that doesn't spit into the baby's mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> what if a mama bird did that, like chewed up a worm and then just spit it next to the baby? The baby's like, uh, I think you're missing a step, ma. <laughs> uh, so that'll usually is lunch. And then... Um, din din? Dinner. We'll usually all sit down for dinner. And again, that's... I'd say like a year and a half ago, we were post-mating like crazy, Dan. Yeah, love and, it. And I loved it. And then... What were you getting? What was the main thing? What was your the main uh, Ooh. culprit? Um, minus, minus Sugarfish, which is a sushi place in LA that I can't get enough. I was post-mating Sugarfish left, right, and center, Dan. Yeah. And then... When I describe Sugarfish to people who've never had it, I'm like, it's the Nespresso of sushi. <laughs> it's solid. It's great. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's always so good. And uh, Danny DeVito and George Clooney will deliver it to your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in some weird commercial that is shot where we were at work. Yeah. 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 I'd watch that commercial. I'd be like, me and Dan were there. Me and Dan were like the Danny DeVito. You're the George Clooney. I'm the Danny yes, DeVito. I am. Like we are dressed exactly the same today, which is very, very cute. It is a little who wore it best. I'd um, like to think we each have like uh, closed circuit cameras in each other's houses, and we yeah. knew, but <laughs> yeah. neither of us know that we're looking at each other. I do with all my guests. <laughs> uh, but I used to sugar uh, postmates sugarfish all the time, and then I had a, a, fr- uh, a two friends, a couple. They told me. They postmated sugarfish in September, and it was hot, and they got really sick. Oh. And they're like, you shouldn't. That makes sense, because their rice is hotter than normal sushi rice, so I could see it mm. cooking the fish a little bit on the drive over and in they, that hot box yep, or whatever. Yep, yep. So, Interesting. So just be careful, Dan. That's all I'm saying. Just be you know, I went, to, I went to a sushi place in Tokyo, not bragging, and... Uh, <laughs> It was like, we had so much sushi, and we're like, well, we're going to take this to go. And he's like, nope. We're like, what do you mean? He's like, we don't allow people to... Uh, no, we wanted to buy more sushi. It was so good. We wanted to buy sushi to take it to the hotel. And he's like, no, sorry. Because of health because, stuff? Yeah, or? he's like, we, he's like once you t- we don't want you to take it out of here. It was, oh. I mean, I think it was less health stuff and more like Japanese pride. Uh-huh. Like, they were like, no, you need to just eat it here. And like, we don't, we don't, the integrity of it will be ruined if you eat it anywhere else. Yeah. Um... um why do you always got to be on the go, right? Can't yeah. you just sit down and enjoy the moment where you're eating your sushi? Do you really have to take experiences to different places? I get it. Yeah. I mean, especially in Japan. They don't, no one eats in the subway. No one eats anywhere wow. outside of restaurants. Where, what brought you to Tokyo? Was it food or were, were you interested in um, yeah. vacation? Vacation, but I, I base a lot of my vacations on food. That's awesome, Dan. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Wait, so dinner, what do you guys do now? No more post Uh Yeah, so um, we'll usually like uh, make some uh, pasta or have some sort of chicken dish. Yeah. Uh, lots of rice now. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, lots of fruits and vegetables. And then, oh boy. Two hours later is nighttime snack time. Nighttime Dan? snack time. Yes. yes. So let's talk about that. When you smoke weed, do you have any, uh, what are your munchies? What is? Uh, what are your go-tos? Well, I have thought before, my favorite food might just be peanut butter. <laughs> like, I yeah, love. It's a good food. Mainly it's filling. Yeah. And it tastes really good. <laughs> but I. Uh, it is the best of the nut butters. 
Yes. Um, I've been using a lot of tahini. Oh, why? Did you like it? In my smoothies. <laughs> Big tablespoon of tahini. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's my desert ways. Yeah. Um, but it, which is just sesame seeds, which is not even a nut butter. So but you just do. butter normally doesn't have enough fat, and I feel like it's just like crunchy. It's like uh-huh. it's like sandy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, like as much. And then within pe- peanut butter, there's the brands. Yes. Um, Are you a basic jiffy bitch? You are, aren't you? No. No? Do you get fancy? No, no, no. I'm I'm basic, but just not Jif. What? Skippy, bro. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, you don't need to go to Gelson's, dude. You can literally shop <laughs> at the fucking 99 cent store and get everything that you eat. Oh. Wait, hold on, Paul. <laughs> I know that you have money now. <laughs> That's not. It really, it's more the neighborhood. Have you, have you not upgraded anything food-wise in your life since you've since you've made money? Oh Jesus, no. Or are, is it like your sneakers that you're just trying so hard <laughs> to be like the common person? You uh, haven't upgraded. Like maybe a restaurant that you go to regularly that 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 you wouldn't no- normally. Oh, do? Oh, I definitely like go out to nice restaurants more. Oh, I mean, yeah. Or just I don't feel uh, bad about going to right. a restaurant. Yeah. Or, man, I never felt bad about going to restaurants, even when I had no money. Yeah. I was just like, this is... I justified it because I was like, everyone's like, experiences are more important than products or whatever. And That's this good. this is an experience. That's what... Because um, we're, we're diametrically opposed, Dan, because I don't like to travel. God, I sound... Uh, but, but somebody was like, I was like, well, I don't like spending money on a trip because you can't hold on to it for the, you know, oh. years later. And then the person was like, that's why right. no, it releases you from the binds of thinking money has to equal objects and it's actually right. an experience. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Like, go dude. Yeah, man. Go ahead yeah. and eat some fucking food. In, uh, Australia. I'll uh, go to Sydney and eat a dingo burger. <laughs> oh, you just lost all your Australian fans. Um, and that's why you're not going to host the Australian <laughs> TCAs. The um, Oscies. <laughs> <laughs> that, now I try to accent. You did German. I did Australian. I can't do us. That's like the, I can't do any oh. of those. Any Commonwealth accent, I can't do. Oof. I, there was a. Although I dated a South African and I got a, li- oh, a that's lot, good. little bit at it. Yeah. Not really. Not really. Paul. Huh? Random question. Oh, just off the top of your head? <laughs> yeah. Off the top of my dome. You, you, ask, you ask this to everybody. <laughs> yeah, I ask this to everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> still, unfortunately, the answer's been no for everyone. Okay, we'll I'm see. just going to, we'll spitball it with you. Have you ever gone to a brunch that's led to an emergency room visit? <sighs> no. Yes! <laughs> uh, uh, our mutual friends, uh, Kulab Vlysak and Scott Ackerman. Will be guests of the podcast. Ooh, yeah. lucky you. Yeah. Lucky them. Lucky us. Lucky, lucky everybody. Us. Yeah. Uh, lucky the audience listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, Scott and Kulab were like, hey, we're going to um, make some uh, like brisket and uh, we're going to come over and we'll watch a bunch of Cohen Coen Brothers movies. Fun. I was like, so much fun. So I came over, and uh, then like, time for the brisket. And I went, and I started it. I picked up a big knife, and I started cutting it. And I sliced it right through my finger. 
What's and blood started splurting up everywhere. No, like artery? Yeah. No. Like the, this is so gross, but you know the thing when your heart's pumping and it's pumping out yes. in relation to your and oh. later when we got back from the emergency room, Scott, what a mensch, drove me to the emergency room and made and was there while I was getting my stitches, was like there for me. When we came back to the house, um, we looked at the ceiling above where I cut my finger and it was splattered with blood because it had sprayed Get so high. Out of here. <laughs> Oh my God! So this is the second story of you cutting your fingers with a knife. You should stop cutting stuff, bro. Well, this is actually sort of like a goth podcast about cutting, right? This, this is a backdoor pilot for yeah. So you cut yourself, huh, yeah. dude? This is like uh, like capturing the Freedmans. You know, it started out about <laughs> clowns and ended up being a child molesting. This like all good documentaries, yeah. halfway through they become something else. Who knew? Yeah. I got into yeah. cutting. Yeah, I got into cutting podcast. <laughs> Um, wait, so what? But it was awful because I ruined the brunch. Nobody's going to eat food that somebody was just bleeding by. I was just going to say, yeah. did the blood get on the brisket? Did, was the brisket saved? I, I don't, I think, I don't think people ate. I wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> I, but it seems all, appropriate, right? Like Coen Brothers make kind of bloody movies and stuff. Yeah, actually, I, didn't I was doing, it was fitting. You were, you were yes handing the, the day. <laughs> it's not like I came over there watching... When Harry met Sally or something. Right. Because then if I cut my thumb open, Rob Reiner's mom would come in and go, I don't have what he's having. <laughs> she wants her thumb cut, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always, with the when Harry met Sally, when, you know, when she fakes an orgasm and then the woman goes, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. I always imagined the waiter for that woman going back into the restaurant and being like, uh, guys, I'm sorry. Do you know what the woman who faked the orgasm had? Because the woman across the way, she wants it, too. Right, and then they bring over a pastrami sandwich for her, and she goes, here you go. What's this? What's Sally ate that? Oh, now that should have been the title of the movie. Sally ate that? Sally. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what Harry met Sally. Have you ever been to Katz's Deli in New York? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Did you sit in the chair? Because in, in, in Katz's Deli, under the, on, there's a sign on the ceiling above the chair that she sat in that says, this is where Sally sat. This is where Sally, yes, I saw it. And, is, uh, and there's still a wet stain on the chair. <laughs> oh my God. From when she came. <laughs> well, I sat down there and I felt like I couldn't, because uh, I'm not Sally. I'm very close to Harry, though, so I pretended to orgasm as Billy Crystal. Which meant yelling my own name at Climax. Come on, we know that guy is arrogant. <laughs> uh, sorry, Billy. He listens to this, huh? Billy, big friend of the show. <laughs> Billy, big friend. Billy, big friend. Billy, uh, big friend. But I have gone there. Have you gone there? You went yes. there? Yeah. Uh, very, I, they have a great... You know what they do, which I like? They give a lot of samples. You get in line, they're like, here, eat this, try that. Yes, yeah. They're like the the Dust Brothers. Yeah. They're very friendly with, they're like Beck. They love samples. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But I think I went to Katz's Deli the first uh, the first time I went to New York. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so now, Are we going to find out that you were like filming Batman or something? You're like, yeah, I'm Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in New York. It just happened to be in New York. Uh, oh, you didn't know that I'm Batman? I'm going to be the yeah, next Batman? Yeah, I was Batman? a taxi driver in this little movie. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I did see some movies there though, that I went. I went to a multiplex, and you know, you jump theaters, and you see like three movies yes, in one day. Yes, I saw in one day Lady in the Water. Okay. 
Monster House huh. and Little Miss Sunshine. Wow. <laughs> That's a good order to watch yes. them in. <laughs> um, do you remember what you were eating during this? Did you leave the theater or you stayed in the theater? For, I mean, that's oh. the whole thing is you stay in the theater. Yeah. So, so your good. sustenance is very... Popcorn, hot dog. But you know when you were talking about uh, on-set food? Yeah. I love popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, and uh, Yeah, did you have on love? So love, you're running the show. So mm. you can run all the food. You could be like, this is what we're having. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all eating Soylent and not... The branded one. He, humans in a blender. Uh, did you have any, like, food? What, what Did you have was, any, like, when you got to your trailer, this was waiting for you, that type of thing? Or, or any, like, we need a juicer? <laughs> I, the thing I had in my trailer at the time was um, hot peanuts. Whoa. It was, like, spicy planter's peanuts. Oh, oh, okay, got it. I thought you meant, like, I need warmed up peanuts. Oh, my God. I oh, was like, like all red changed, M&M, All brown Paul. M&Ms. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, uh, spicy. Oh, interesting. Are, were they, like, the Trader Joe's ones? Yeah. The no, no, no. Thai? They're planters. Oh, okay. But you can't usually... Now, you used to be able to go into any corner shop gas station and buy planters peanuts, but now they don't really sell them individually. You have to go to, like... Uh, what's Costco. A, Costco and buy really? a big thing of them. Yeah, man, God help me if I end up running my own show, dude. I'll be like, I need fucking uni. Well, I bet urchin? people would love you, you because know? you'd be bringing in also good food trucks. Like when you aren't, when your palate is shit, I think people are disappointed by the. So a lot of times, like in the writers' room, I would never uh, choose the lunch because I I don't want to bum people out really yeah so well you know what at least you're <laughs> you're very like self-aware of your awful food behavior well i think it sucks i know i've heard other people talk before when somebody has bad taste in food and is also calling the shots i think it's yeah it's like anything that's bad when somebody's calling the shots and has yeah. bad taste regardless of food or not yeah. oh but what i was gonna say was uh popcorn very gassy huh that's what you're on back, set, back to poop, and you're just back eating poop popcorn and eating popcorn and drinking black coffee and eating spicy Welcome peanuts. Welcome to back to poop. You're just with Paul Rust. <laughs> um, um, no, I haven't pooped in like years. I <laughs> have you. Uh, do you have a, a kind of pop? Do you like that the bougie ass like candy popcorn that comes in the tins? You know that oh. people give you on hot like like Christmas presents. Yeah. The do you remember when we were kids how they'd have those big tins that were filled with like popcorn. I just said that, Paul. Yeah, but Literally, not I just said that. Not gourmet. I just said the tins with the popcorn and then you're like, "Hey Dan." <laughs> I can confirm it. Just Here's an interesting insight. You ever hear about the <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with this. Uh, by no help from Dan. Uh, well, I was thinking it in in a more uh Midwest early 90s way, which I I thought you were saying like fancy gourmet kind yeah. this was like cheap popcorn that will dazzle up by putting it in a tin with right. the punch out logo on it got it got it got, uh, it, got, it, got that it. was an actual one do you remember the nintendo game punch out oh yeah my friend for his like birthday he got like a punch out popcorn tin whoa yeah that's yeah. pretty cool yeah mike tyson's punch out yeah he owned it he did yeah. he made probably made more money off of that than anything else he's ever done yeah um that's um. true We'll get back to Paul in a minute, but first, 
Paul is a huge fan of popcorn, which has predominantly been a food we lean towards when times are tough financially. During the Great Depression, popcorn consumption almost tripled. However, times must be really great now because a company called Burkos is making the world's most expensive popcorn at, wait for it, $5 a kernel. It's covered in gold leaf and fancy salt. What kind of a douchebag needs this kind of crap to feel good about themselves, huh? Also, my birthday is March 29th, and I need some motherfucking golden popcorn! Okay, listen, we are running out of time, oh, so we need to get okay, to our rapid-fire yes, questions. Yes, yes, I need a good name for the rapid-fire questions at the end. Um, like, uh, uh, speed eating, or... Yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Thank you, though. Oh, the uh, who's um, the guy who eats fat? Kobayashi? Yeah. See, That's, this is the Kobayashi questionnaire. Kobayashi question. Uh, you just do it once for All me. Right. And don't ever do it. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for the Kobayashi questionnaire <laughs> with Poop and Paul Russ. Yeah. <laughs> we got, Paul's got to get to his bathroom, so we got to do this really quick. He's I'm turning green. Squirming in his chair the whole time. <laughs> uh, what is your earliest food memory? Um, I was seated in a. Um, a booster seat in uh, with my family. Okay. I was like four or five. Yeah. And I remember I loved mashed potatoes, but I didn't want to eat them. And I remember being able to sit back and lift my booster seat up and shove the mashed potatoes under there and then put it back down. Wow. Uh, so your I, earliest food memory was rejecting food. And avoidance of food, which seems to be On brand. a theme. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I can't believe I'm going to get away with this. This is pretty cool. And then after dinner, like in another room watching TV with my sisters, I hear my mom go like, what? And then she found the, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So it wasn't as a. Uh... You were going to live a whole life of crime. And then you're like, this is amazing. Getting away with stuff. And then you got caught. That would be actually, that is going to be the Kevin Hart thing. Somebody will be like, I'll, I'll have a big opportunity. And somebody's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. When sorry. Was five. Paul, you can't host the uh, Idaho Potato Awards. <laughs> We found out what you did with mashed taters. <laughs> but the Booster Seats Awards are very interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is interesting. For someone who doesn't have anything, any foods that he's really nuts about, what is your death row meal? It's funny that you said that I'm not nuts about food when I said I'm nuts about peanut butter. And spiced nuts. Yeah. You're nuts about nuts. I'm nuts about nuts. Get me to um, Jimmy Carter's house so I can blow him <laughs> uh, and touch his nuts. Huh. Because he's a peanut farmer. He's a peanut farmer. Yep. So, yep. so that would mean I'd have to blow him. Uh, the <laughs> so my death row food. Yeah. Oh. Um, what if peanut butter came out of Jimmy Carter's dick if you blew him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I can't get that <laughs> picture out of my head now. <laughs> Neither can you, listener. Um, Jimmy Carter right now is like, how'd he know? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Hey, now I'm doing. I got an accent, but who can't do a southern accent, right? That's uh, like the. I can't. I don't think I can. Um, death my, row, my yeah. death row food, um, I think, would be a, a big plate of spaghetti, man. Really? Some spaghetti and meatballs. Really? Yeah. Spaghetti. You're a spaghetti and meatballs guy. I yeah. I like it. Uh, I like that Italian food. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'd say something, some sort of. Paul uh, will not oh. be hosting the Goombas, <laughs> the 2030 Goomba Awards. The, oh, Goombas. No. the Goombas. I've lived my whole life trying to get that. No, uh, I like a little um, pasta with peas combo. Oh, that's nice. That's, yeah. 
uh, pasta with peas yeah. combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's um, a, something like Little Doms, which I don't know has that been brought up in. No, this Little room? Doms has not been brought up. What, uh, how do they do? They it? have like a little uh, 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 pasta pea hmm. uh, cheese. It's yeah, delicious. That's, That's where I'll go if if I'm feeling down. Maybe little I'll get Doms. some pasta and watch uh, Snake Eyes. You know that Nicholas Cage movie? <laughs> yeah, I do. But I'm bummed out. I'll That'll some, do it. I'll That's eat some pasta pros? and watch Snake Eyes. That's your Prozac? Yeah. yeah. Like wow. <laughs> Should be everybody's Prozac. I think it would work for everybody. I think so. Whatever Even people who are allergic to uh, pasta and Nick Cage. Yeah. Interesting. So um, so you, a big bowl of pasta. That's a good one. You know what? I, I also like a bowl of pasta. in LA is... Uh, um, wings at uh, E Rustic, and I'm just basically naming restaurants within a three block vicinity of each other. But uh, the the if you like chicken wings, E oh. Rustic Inn's Wait. wings are voted best in LA. Man, hold on, Paul. We're not promoting restaurants right now. <gasps> We're talking about oh your death god. row meal. Oh my god! Damn, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. Just cut this out. Cut this know, out. Cut this out. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forget it. The Fuck only me. way we'll let you apologize if you talk about how bad the wings are at E Rustic. <laughs> Calendar, you gotta take it back. Oh my god, go ahead. One of the worst, hey Paul, places I'll lead you in. I'll lead you in. <laughs> hey Paul, have you ever eaten wings and it's led to an emergency room visit? Yeah, I ate E Rustic and it gave me food poisoning <gasps> and I almost died. I hope that's taken out of context and there's nothing around it to show that I was a fan. Um, best high end meal you've ever had, like fine dining. Mm. Uh, I was in Vancouver once, mm. and uh, great food city. Yeah, it was really good. I loved it, and because it's a lot of great seafood. Is this when you were filming Ocean's Ocean's <laughs> Fifteen? That's coming out. They always shoot those movies if they're near an ocean. <laughs> they're like, well, we want to shoot in a landlocked. Ohio, <laughs> I don't know, uh, Kansas for the next Ocean's movie, but. Um, God, wouldn't that be funny if in an Ocean's Eleven movie they tried to like rob Branson, like a Branson casino? You yeah. know Branson, Missouri. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that'd be that'd be funny. Great to DVD. Wait, what was the question? Best high end meal you? Oh, uh, yeah, I went up uh, uh, like almost like a Space Needle thing. It was on top of a snowy mountain, and you were on like a rotating restaurant, and uh, I ate this delicious seafood, looking over like. This beautiful mountain range at wow. night. It was really special. And uh, I invited somebody hoping that they would come and fall in love with me, and they didn't. Oh. So maybe it was also Maybe because you melancholy. fucking tried too hard on a first date. You were like, there's the space needle. <laughs> no, it was somebody who for like a year I was so interested in. And I was like, I'm in Vancouver. Come and visit me. It was bad. It's and she a, came to yeah, Vancouver? Yeah, and then it's a sweaty thing. You're right. I blew it by taking... I should have been like... No. That's so sad. Mm. Wait, where is she now? Um, Where is Charlize? Like, did um, you do better? <laughs> did you do better? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. This was Charlize Theron? Oh, not Theron. No. Theron? Charlize... Uh, you don't have to say her name. Fart. Charlie, <laughs> it's poop time with Paul. I got to go for the trifecta. There's a rule of three I have to honor here um, for number two. Uh, and what is the best low end meal you've ever had? What is your? I guess those wings. Is that would that be? Yeah, that's yeah? good. Yeah, really? um, I've I never mean, had them there. 
Oh, they're very tasty. Really? Yeah. I love a good buffalo wing. Yeah, they're good. What, what's your favorite place to get a wing-a-ding-ding? Um, I like going to Anchor Bar in Buffalo, New York. Oh, the I original. Will, I will out-bouge any. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the source. I go to the source. Where it well, came. I got to say, one of the best things about stand-up, or when I was touring, is that, yes. li- like, everywhere I'd go, I would turn it into a food adventure. Well, I remember John and I were living very, John Gemmerlin and I were living very vicariously through you, Dan, because you were getting out and getting to see the world when you oh. were uh, doing stand-up. I mean, I know you still do. I just yeah, felt yeah. like it, it was always so exciting for us, because we were like, where'd you go this time? I know, it was, always, it was very fun and exciting. And yeah. lonely. Yeah. But- Food was my partner. I could see that that yeah. would be actually a big perk of it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would have gone crazy if I didn't care about food when I was touring. Yeah. I would have lost my mind. Um, would you go to places that you might not have normally have gone to do a show because you were like, you know, I heard they have these pizza burgers there. <laughs> yeah. Pizza burgers in Shreveport. I was like, Shreveport's known for their pizza burgers. Get me out there. <laughs> Uh, um, no, but I definitely went on a bunch of different adventures that I would never like. Yeah. I visited dairy farms and stuff, yeah. like to try their cheese and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I definitely, um, and I've probably been to like, I'm trying to think like, uh, oh, or like in Cincinnati, for example, is known for their their chili. Yeah, all their chilies. Is that Highline why they're the chili. Cincinnati Reds? Because it's red hot. The chili. I'm- Let's go to the next question. Um, what is the what is your restaurant pet peeve? What drives you nuts at a restaurant? Uh, Not I, having nuts, probably. Yeah. Hello. Hey, excuse me. Uh, oh, God, does your restaurant have nuts? You're turning me into no. you now. <laughs> uh, I um, I really hate the post dinner having to pay. Oh. <laughs> I, and I know a restaurant would never do it. They would never let you pay before because the whole thing is based on we're going to get you kind of buzzed and your st- stomach is bigger than your eyes are bigger than your stomach. So you're going to order more than you need. But it's a real big bummer. I would just love to be able to f- eat the last bite with a group. With, with By myself, it's okay because I can wait the time. But when you're with a group of people and you have that like, ugh. The arduousness of like figuring out of the check splitting. and getting up and leaving. Yeah. I just wish you could like pay beforehand so you, you know could you just be do. like, ah, boom, yeah, and walk I'm with out. you. I'm gonna, I'm, I might change your life right now. Okay, you can call the restaurant before, give them your credit card, and tell them charge twenty percent tip on whatever we <sighs> eat, and then you can sort it out Venmo wise with your friends afterwards. So no one has to talk about money while you eat. Oh, Dan, that's so smart. Yeah. We're going to do that now. You can totally do that. And it seems like a classy move. It's totally classy yeah. move. Imagine, like, don't worry, it's been taken care of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, like, yeah, I went and visited my family. Over I got Christmas. These, the wings are on me, guys. And they, I, I was like, oh, I got to pay for dinner before I go. And so they just saw me, like, sweatily, like, follow a waitress around the restaurant right. trying to head my over. I was like, that is not cool. Oh, no. A lot of times, because my parents make it very hard for me to pay for them. Like, mm. I will go to the restaurant. I'll call, either call and say, I'm paying for it, or I'll just give them the credit card. In the beginning of the night when I get there. That's smart, man. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to do that now. There you go. Thanks, Boom. Dan. I just, now you, you have no you rest save lives. You're like Oprah. You're doing the show to yeah. help the world. Now you have no pet peeves <laughs> for us. That was the only thing stopping Paul from becoming a foodie. <laughs> now he's in. Yeah, now I come in and I'm the next um, tan, tan, tan crowed. 
He's such he's such a secret chef. People don't know about Tan Croat. He's great. You're going to hear a lot about him. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite drunk food? Um, I'm more of a, less of a sweet tooth, more of a savory tooth. Yeah. So, so You're a savor tooth tiger. <laughs> now look at it. He's look getting into the act. You got See? me in. <laughs> now you got me doing it. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like, I don't know, some onion rings? Oh yeah! You like the thick ones or the thin yeah, ones? Yeah, the thick ones. Yeah, like yeah. the one that they put on like a like a spike. spear. A yeah, spear. yeah, like that like they should plank. have like a king's head on top of it to be like, yes, I'm gonna eat all these rings. Uh, yes. and then uh, um, and then or but maybe something a little sweet. But then the flip side of that is the best hangover food. Oh, right, please, yes, that was the next question. Um, usually some. Nachos. Nachos? Yeah, don't you think bread and cheese kind of helps? Nachos with cheese, like loaded up? Cheese, meat, sour no, cream? No, just cheese. Nachos and cheese. No, not what, What's me. your hangover food? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I almost like, like being hungover because of the plethora of hung- hangover food I can enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it usually ends up being like, a, I love like a ramen-y type thing. Oh. Like a bowl of something hot and noodles and yeah. pork. Yeah. yeah, I guess something for me greasy and yeah, yeah, or like it's, eggs or something. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what do you think um, Ed Helms' uh, hangover food is? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Bradley Cooper's favorite hangover food is? What do you think Zach Galifianakis's favorite hangover? food is what do you think justin bartha and ken jong's favorite hangover food is yay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god god damn it i think we're gonna end it on that (laughs) that was amazing uh paul rust Thank you so much Damn, for Damn, thanks in. for having me. It's always so a pleasure to see fun. you, buddy. You're the best. Um, and is there anything that you'd like to plug? Your socials, your shows, your anything? Uh, What's going on in your you life? You mentioned, uh, yes, love on Netflix and then uh, Twitter at Paul Rust. And my band, I have a band called Don't Stop or We'll Die. And we got a new album out. It's called Dazzle Me. And it's huh. on iTunes and if you want to make sure we don't get money, you can listen to it on Spotify. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, very cool. Do you guys have live shows? Yes. Yeah, we have a show. Uh, well, I don't know when this is coming out. but This is coming out in 2045. Okay. We're going to, we need a, a oh, bank. Oh, good. The show's show. coming out in 2047. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll be at the satellite. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Steven. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. Special thanks to Starburns Audio. To see pictures of Paul Rust's fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in the episode, and more, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan and Interstitial Music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a Sonic Universe.